get ready to ride Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky at work today and so is the dmvr broncos podcast well at least henry and i were back yeah. at work ryan what what's his saying he says uh if you're not working you're twerking ryan wow, must, must be, be twerking. Uh, off twerking somewhere wow. but not us henry and i grinders we see the draft is 10 days away uh-huh. we got to be here but maybe we're talking about something before the draft, Henry. And let's dive into everything that's going on. But first, got to tell you about our presenting sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook to get some bonus bets. And do I have a good bonus bet for you guys, which we'll get into later in this show. But Henry, how about them nuggets, baby? Oh, they're so good. <laughs> they're so good. They're incredible. Yep. yep. That was, I don't know. I lost my voice in like the second quarter. Yeah, because you were there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. It's so hard because those tickets are so cheap. But I don't want to spend too much money going to the early games because they've got like a month and a half at least of basketball to go. It's true. It's true. So it's like, oh, you can get decent seats for like 50 bucks to go again. How could I turn that down? Yeah, it's so tough, especially when you get to see a beatdown like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is just what the Nuggets needed. Not to go too much into Nuggets talk, but... It was just like the Avs last year. Yep. Avs kind of definitely took their foot off the gas and yep. the playoffs last year. Then what do they do? They just come out and put an ass beaten down in that yep. first game, and that's exactly what the Nuggets did. So, what? Uh, you yeah, were worried. I was. Now you I, were. They, 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 eased, <laughs> they eased my concerns <laughs> just in one game with that type of mm-hmm. beat down. Henry, the Nuggets number one seed yep. for the first time in their franchise's history. When's the next time the Broncos are the one seed? Well, geez. Um, Will Russell Wilson be their quarterback the next no. time that? Wow. I mean, what well, you gotta Man, take first? You gotta take first as sixteen teams, and like you've got five tries. Like the easy answer there is no. Okay. Like yeah. if you're if you're trying Odds to make the bet, favor. you're getting eight to one, ten to one. Man, you're not even getting just the uh, the mathematical odds of. One to three. No, I mean, you've got Josh Allen, you've got Mahomes. I specifically said it in that order, just so you know. You know, you're learning, Henry. You're (laughs) learning. You got Joe Burrow. I mean, there's just teams that you know are going to be good. And the Broncos are a team that could be good. Like, there's a chance. Yeah. And and, and that just gets you in the conversation with those other teams. Okay, yep. Shouldn't have started the week off with that question, because you're probably right, just using common sense there. But how many times has Sean Payton been the number one overall seed? Obviously, different conference, different everything. But he's probably probably done a couple of times, right? You would think. Yeah, yeah. So is Sean Payton the head coach the next time the Broncos are the number one seed? Ooh. Sean Payton's contract, only as long as Russell Wilson's right now. Exactly. It's not going to be in this contract. Yeah, it's true. Um. If, if I were betting, you never know. But in the next 10 years, yeah, I think that's yeah. probably a good goal. Okay. Man, Sean Payton, if he's making $20 million a year and is here for 10 <sighs> years, he's going to have like get almost a quarter billion dollars wow. from the Walton Penner Group. How about that? That's a crazy amount of money. That is insane. Will Buda Baker be a part of the next Denver Broncos team? <sighs> That is the number one seed. Uh, that's another easy answer. Uh, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> easy money's on probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Easy money on the probably not. And let's dive into Buddha mm-hmm. Baker because Buddha has requested a trade yep. out of Arizona. And Henry, there are so many reasons why we should absolutely be talking about this with the Denver Broncos mm-hmm. because Buda Baker is not just a great player that's out there. George Payton has said he's going to be involved in every single deal that's out there. So one, he's go- he should be involved in this. He told us he's going to be involved in this, so we need to talk about it. But then two, there's so many other connections and yeah. reasons why Buda Baker makes sense in Denver. So when I throw this out here, just don't think about what you're going to have to trade, how much you're going to have to pay him. Should the Broncos pursue Buda Baker? You've got a call. Like you, you have to call. I mean, there's, there's no reason not to see what the price would be. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, is the answer there is uh, an all pro player. Yeah, uh, first team all pro two times, uh, and then a four time pro, four times straight pro bowler. He's a five time pro bowler. Is on the market. Absolutely, you got to be interested in him. Yeah, and especially with Vance Joseph. Mm. I think that's that's what makes it worth talking about yep. is the fact that Vance Joseph is coming over from the Cardinals where he coached Buda Baker for, no, not all those Pro Bowls. There would have been one before him, right? There was one. He made the Pro Bowl in 2017, and okay. I believe a big reason why he made that Pro Bowl was because of his play on special teams. So oh. not even like a full defensive Pro okay. Bowl from my understanding there. 2018, he doesn't yeah. make a Pro Bowl. Then what happens in 2019? Vance Joseph yep. takes over the Cardinals' defense, and Vance Joseph was a Cardinals' def uh, defensive coordinator for four years. Mm -hmm. What did Buda Baker do in those four years? A lot of Pro Bowls. Four straight Pro Bowls. So yep. every year Buda and Vance were together, Buda made a Pro Bowl, and mm -hmm. then two All-Pros, first-team yep. All-Pros as well. The Broncos have a damn good safety in town, and Justin Simmons... Justin Simmons doesn't have five Pro Bowls. Justin Simmons doesn't have four straight Pro Bowls. Justin mm -hmm. Simmons doesn't have two first-team All-Pros. That's not to put Justin Simmons down. Justin Simmons is a damn good player, maybe a Hall of Fame player. But Buddha in these last four years, been more productive. And he's also in a place, uh, uh, he's also in a place, I guess award-wise, he's yep. been more productive. He's also in a place where they probably have been getting even less love from national recognition than the Broncos. Broncos really haven't got that much, but Arizona, he's been buried even further. Mm -hmm. And so that's just another huge reason why, Henry, is one of the things that our PHNX Cardinals reporters tell us about Vance mm -hmm. Joseph is he, he, he's good, he, he, can, he can be good, but watch out with versatile players. He doesn't mm -hmm. really know how to use versatile players properly. Massive asterisks next to that except for Buda Baker. He yep. clearly knows how to get the most out of Buda Baker. So you bring Vance Joseph in, you got a guy that can just be a pro bowler right away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you absolutely explore that. And he seems like he'd fit well next to Justin Simmons. Oh, yes, um, he does. That's another fit. Yeah, I mean, it, he's kind of just an upgraded Kareem Jackson. That's kind of what you're looking at. You know, it's a mm, downhill yeah. style of player. Yeah. He's, he, I mean, most, he's, he's going to all pros for his work in the run game. Yep. Like like yep. going to yep. Pro Bowls, getting all pros, yep. that's what separates him. In coverage, like I'm sure he's good. I didn't watch a lot of Buda Baker. The highlights are all Damn, him going do downhill. This weekend. Yeah, I should have watched the Cardinals more this season. I screwed up. Said no one ever, actually. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So the numbers though in coverage, not ideal. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think like what? He gave up uh 109.3 passer rating when targeted this year. Gave up a few touchdowns. Had a pick. Had three pass breakups. But you're not getting Justin Simmons on the back end. Right. You're getting prime Kareem Jackson. Maybe even better than prime Kareem Jackson. Yeah. yeah but an upgrade in the run game. And that's why. I mean, like you said, the Pro Bowl is a special teamer. It's those same tools. Right. Like, he's just a missile. Yep. He, he, he's absolutely a missile. And someone that compliments Justin so well. You have Justin back there getting yes, the interceptions. Exactly. Justin, kind of a down year in terms of his tackling abilities this yep. past year. You upgrade that safety room so much in terms of tackling by bringing in mm -hmm. a Buda Baker. Buda uh, can be in the slot for you if you need at times. Yep. Uh, he can definitely be at the line of scrimmage. Certainly, he can play some linebacker mm -hmm. for you. Obviously, that strong safety, he brings the strong in that. What mm -hmm. a great pairing. And then you're not just pairing him with Justin Simmons. You're pairing him with Pat Sertan, yep. uh, Damari Mathis. But, I mean, you would have three pro bowlers, three potential all pros yep. out of four people in your secondary. I mean, how does yep. that not at least get you excited? Now, we're going to talk about uh, in the other segment just about if it's worth it because yep. that's a different conversation. But in terms of, like, would this be good? Are you kidding me? It, it would be incredible. It would be incredible for so many reasons. I mean, he's also, like, a leader. Uh, that's like, another thing. Like, he's not just a really good football player. Like, he then becomes the, I mean, alongside Justin Simmons, probably, and all, maybe even in some ways, kind of like a good cop, bad cop type of deal. You know, kind of, we talk a little bit about the Akib Talib energy. Yeah. Buda Baker isn't there, but it's, it's along those lines in mm -hmm. some ways. Yeah. So you bring in the leadership skills. I mean, you upgrade that secondary to all of a sudden, I mean, that is the best secondary in the NFL. Like, the, the, there isn't much without, conversation without about it. Yep. You, you have Caden Stearns as your third safety, and 
that means that what he's on the field, if you want him to be, if, if you were really trying to, you could get him on the field two thirds of the time. Yep. More likely it's about one third of the time. And for Caden, that's a good role yeah. and he probably outperforms it, but you're looking for guys to outperform the playing time they're given. Like mm-hmm. that's what good teams do. Yep. Um, so I just think if those are your three safeties that you're working with, it would be sick. Yep. It would be so sick. Yeah, it would be. And a luxury. Yeah, yep. definitely. It would be a luxury. You just have to determine if that luxury is worth it. And uh, like you said, you get a dog, you get such mm-hmm. a good leader. Sometimes when a person comes up because they're requesting a trade, you wonder like, yeah. uh-oh, what's this guy going to be like? Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't He doesn't want to be there for, I believe this is going to be his fourth new head coach in like the past five or six years since he's been drafted. So yep. he doesn't want to be there for a rebuild. Arizona certainly seems like a mm-hmm. full-on rebuild. They're not even going to have their quarterback this year. So I'm not worried about character issues there. No. Henry, he's 27 years old. Justin Simmons is about to turn 30, and I feel yep. like Justin still has a lot in the tank. Yep. You're not trading for like a one-year guy here where you have to be worried about the future. Exactly. Buda Baker could be on your team and be playing at a high level for an entirety of another five-year contract uh-huh. still. Uh, so he's not just a, a stopgap guy. He's someone that can be here for the long term. Yep. And again, just all of a sudden you have versatility. Yeah. Because right now, like, Caden Stearns is versatile. Like you can you can play him in the slot if you want to. You he played a lot as like the sub linebacker. And Justin Simmons, I mean, if you wanted to, you could probably play him in the slot too. We haven't seen it in a yeah, long time, but yeah. like there is a little versatile. But you need players to play those positions, so you can't let them be versatile players. Right. That's where now all of a sudden you have Buda Baker. Where's Buda gonna go on any given play? Where's Caden Stearns gonna go on any given play? You know, you, you get the chance to take Josie Jewell or Alex Singleton off the field if you're looking for more yeah. coverability at yep. the second level. You know, if you're playing the Chiefs, for example, that might yep. be a good idea. Yep. So it just the, the number of options that you would have on defense would be crazy. And then if Randy Gregory stays healthy and does what he did last year when he was healthy, and maybe you get one more step out of Baron Browning, that pass defense could be incredible. Yep, yep, absolutely. It 100% could be. And so that the question uh, should be... Is it worth it? Is this something worth splurging on? Is this a luxury that the Broncos should go after? And let's dive into that because not only picks into consideration, maybe it's a rare player-for-player trade, Henry. And let's talk about some of those players that would get that done. But first, I got to tell you about Breckenridge Brewery, the beer for this time of year. The beer because... Nothing's better than a Breck while watching the Colorado Rockies outside in the 70-degree sunshine like it is today. But nothing's better to have on hand when you're Mm -hmm. watching the Denver Nuggets absolutely dominate the Minnesota Timberwolves last night and like they're going to do this series. Watching the Avs roll their way through to another Stanley Cup appearance. And, of course, you can do that with those specific beers. You can roll with us with the Broncos Country Ale. You can get the Avalanche Amber Ale. You can get the Denver Nuggets Mm -hmm. beer they've got. You can get it all over at Breckenridge Brewery. If you want to find out where to get Breckenridge Brewery, go to breckbrew.com. At the top of the screen, there's a beer locator. Click on that, and it's going to show you everywhere you can get this delicious Colorado beer. And maybe you should drink that beer while you play some sports. Mm, that great think, combo. What do you think the best Volo League is for drinking beer? I mean, bowling has to be number one. Ooh, yeah, you're probably right on that. By the way, oh. bowling league starting up tonight. Oh, wow. Yeah, we got a DNVR team out there. Wow. It is tonight, isn't it? Wow. Yep. yep. Uh, Monday night bowling league. Um, cornhole. Got, yep. Cornhole. Um, you also have... Uh, yeah, softball. The, yeah. Yep, yep. Beer in hand kickball. That's exactly beer in the hand one I was kickball. thinking of. That's a, yeah, where if you spill yep. the drink, it's like a penalty. Yeah, and, yeah. that's yeah. a good one. Um, mini golf. There's a lot of setting it down. It's true. Or you just putt with one hand. Wow. Beer in hand mini golf. Yeah. There you yeah. go. That could be a sport too. What sport couldn't you do beer in hand? I feel like... Baseball would be tough, man. Impossible, wow. actually. I mean, basketball, impossible. Basketball would be impossible. Also, that is one where I just wouldn't be interested in a beer until after. That's true. I'll yep. just sloshing up. At, some people are throwing up. Some people. <laughs> yep, some people. Yep. That wasn't um, a shot at you, but you kind of thought it was a I shot mean, at you. I mean, it's true. I wouldn't be able to drink and run. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, wow, this is off topic, but it's a thing I've forgotten. At some point this summer, I have to run a beer mile for losing oh, my fantasy no. league again. Oh, and do you have to do it at a certain time? Um, I don't, 
You just have to do oh, it. Oh, I can't remember our specific rules. There might be a time. Yeah. But yeah, for those who don't know, the beer yeah. mile, you you drink a beer and then run a lap and then drink a beer and run a lap <laughs> and there's four laps yep. for a mile. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you drink an entire beer at each of those stops too. Yeah. So then the crazy thing is, the way it works is so first year loser doesn't have to do it yet but then after the second year both losers have to race each other <laughs> that's what it is i remember it's not a time thing so there's a race and the loser goes against the loser the next year oh so you wow. could just get trapped if you're terrible wow. so the predicament that i'm in is that i'm a back-to-back loser oh henry so they don't know henry. what to do <laughs> oh so you're going against yourself well yeah so i think i might have to just go run one for no reason so there might be a time honestly they should make you do two they you should have to do should. it like oh, back to back weeks. Yeah, I probably should. Ruin yeah. both of your Saturdays. I'm just terrible at fantasy football. Yeah. I lost fantasy basketball too. Maybe you'll find your new sport though. Maybe it's the beer mile. Sounds Oof. like you're going to get a lot of practice in. Yeah, I mean, oh God. Yeah, Volo though, if you want fun <laughs> sport that isn't running, well, I guess it could be running with beer if that's what you want to do. Uh, they've got leagues in Lodo, Rhino, Uptown, City Park, Highlands, Arvada, Aurora, everywhere. Um, and. They actually, I think the reason that they do the whole thing is just to fund the foundation where they pay for kids to play sports for free. So it's like a good cause also. Volo is an awesome, awesome company. And uh, you can also get in on the monthly membership program. So then you have unlimited access to sports and events and social activities. That's like unlimited pickup games and drop-ins and tournaments and all that. It's $20 a month or $200 for a year. Um, there's also a beta version, $10 a month for three months, which is interesting, but get your Volo pass, start playing in leagues today. Make sure to use the code DNVR10 for $10 off at www.volosports.com slash Denver. So that's V-O-L-O sports.com slash Denver. You're talking about deals, Henry. Oh yeah. Can the Broncos get a deal for Buda Baker? What are we <sighs> looking at here? Thankfully for the Broncos or any team trying to mm-hmm. acquire Buda Baker, He's made it public that he wants a trade. That's going to hurt yep. any player's stock yep. when they go out there. Uh, he's getting paid $14 million this year, $15 million next year. But mm-hmm. he told the Cardinals earlier this offseason he wants a new deal to become the NFL's highest paid safety. As he should. That's also going to hurt the Cardinals when trying to trade him. When, whenever you're mm-hmm. re-signing or whenever you trade for a guy and then have to pay him big money, typically hurts what the team trading him is able to get back in return. So I think there's, when you look at Buda Baker, a four-time four straight pro bowler yep. in the past four years, he's been a first-team all-pro twice, 27 years old. I mean, that's a that's a first-round pick right there. But I think these other things make it so it's not a first-round pick. Yeah, so it's interesting. So two years left on the deal. The new team will pay him a little over 13 and a half per year. Okay. That, I mean, that's a steal. Yep. That's that's a steal. But, you know, it, it, that would that would be number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So it's eleventh in the league. So it's a steal, but it's not like it's a crazy value. You'd imagine that he's gonna wind up with probably about twenty a year. Man, what's the highest paid safety right now? Who is it? Derwin James. He's oh, got man, four years, seventy six and a half million. That's a nineteen a year. So yeah, Buddha over. wants Buddha wants twenty. It's probably about twenty. Um, and Oof. thirteen and a half sounds good compared to that. Oh yeah. <laughs> now it could be a shorter deal. Mm. You would think just because I mean he still has two seasons left. Right. So if you if you give him a three year contract, you have him locked up for five years. That's true. Which is age 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. Maybe into age 32, depending on his birthday. And you feel pretty good about that if you're the Broncos <laughs> where you're not having to pay him through like age 35 or something. Exactly. So if you say that's three years at 20, yeah. that's you add 60 to the 27.3. So then you wind up paying him 17.46 a year. Okay. So which would be... If you would accept that. I mean, three years, 20 million. You can't ask for more than that with two years left on your contract. You could. <laughs> you could you could he'd be crazy not to take it what would that make him right now in terms of average annual value um like third or fourth, fourth. it'd fourth. be fourth when you factor in the two years left on this deal and with walton penners you're giving him as much money up front as he wants yeah you probably are so i mean that is a good value because yeah. you're you're locking up a great safety for right. five years 
and currently paying in the fourth. And by the time that deal's done, he's probably what, twelfth, thirteenth, right? Exactly. Maybe fourteenth. Kind of where he is now. Yeah, exactly. So that's a plus value. It's not like a contract dump. It's not going to be one of those you wouldn't think where it's like, oh, they only had to give up a fourth for him. Right. You're probably giving up like a second round pick. Second and. Uh, Another reason why we're talking about this is a national reporter has linked one team to Buda yep. Baker. One team, Henry, and it's the Denver Broncos. And it was Albert Breer this morning in his Monday morning quarterback column. He said, so if I'm, say, the Broncos with Vance Joseph there, and I have a young receiver to spare for a team that might need one post DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. what would I think about it? Or would I think about it? I sure would. Talking about the yep. Broncos' perspective of this, he also went in there to say, Buddha probably going for a two or three. So he kind of mm-hmm. uh, agrees with you with that value. Broncos don't have the second-round pick this year to trade. Broncos don't have a second-round pick next year yep. to trade. Broncos do have a first-round pick next year. If it comes down to that, if they want a first-rounder for Buddha Baker, it just doesn't make sense no. to trade a first and then go spend... Uh, 20 million, 17 and a half million dollars yep. a year on him. So I'm saying no there. But if you can do a third, one of the two thirds this year, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing it. Now, if they say a third and a player, yep. what players could be involved here? Oh. Albert Breer specifically mentions a wide receiver. Yeah, which he would make sense. He didn't say what wide receiver. So in this scenario, I don't think the Broncos would be interested in trading a third in Jerry Judy no. for Buda Baker. What about a third in Cortland Sutton for Buda Baker? I don't know if you need to give the third. Wow. Like it would be less at least. You would think. Like again, what if, we don't what know if, what the value. What if they is. want a second and you say, okay, instead of a second, let's go with third in court? That'd be like a fourth round value on court, late fourth, probably. Which I guess is kind of fair. It might even be into the fifth, though. I mean, that would be to get toward the top of the second. Because, again, like, you got to move up six picks from the Broncos' third-round pick to call it a second rounder, you know? So, it'd be fun. Like, if if this was offered to me in a video game, I'd take it. And why not run the team like a video game? Like, it's not that bad of an idea, the way teams can push salary cap around. Henry, it's kind of how Sean Payton yeah. ran the Saints like a video game. There, there's a lot of mm-hmm. people that say, oh, you can't do this stuff with the cap. You can't do that stuff. That's all, all video game stuff. The cap is real. Yep. Sean Payton said F that time and time again yep. when, we, when he was with the Saints. And we're going to have a conversation later the week about are the Broncos going to trade up, trade down. Sean Payton's been extremely aggressive when getting mm-hmm. players, when getting certain picks. So this is something where I also think it makes sense in Sean Payton's philosophy to go get a player. Also, Broncos were in on CJGJ to an mm-hmm. extent this offseason. What is he? He's a, he's a safety that, that can play yep. uh, all over the field. Buddha, exact same thing. True. So it kind of does make sense to tie those. I think if it's a third in Cortland Sutton, I think that might be ideal. And the reason is you free up money from moving on from mm-hmm. court too. You're going to have to pay Buddha yeah. uh, a, a lot of money, whether it's this year or not. If you do that, Henry, you may not even have to restructure any deals by doing that. Now, you yep. do hurt your offense, which I don't love, but it just does not seem like the Broncos uh, are 100% committed to this receiver mm-hmm. room. They kind of want to shake up anyways. If you can get that shake up, free up money to then go get Buddha, and you don't have to change anything with mm-hmm. the future of this team, boy, that's huge. The tough part is that you then need to find a receiver. Like, you'd need to go out and find somebody who can be a starting receiver for you, and that's tough to do. So you'd have Jerry Judy. Yep. You would have Tim Patrick. Uh, Tim Patrick and uh, Marquez Callaway. Uh, I, Shush, you can't have Sean, Marquez Callaway as a number three. I He's think not he, ready. I think he views him as a number three. He had 700 uh, yards. If you're getting 700 yards from number three, then you feel good about that. You definitely do. But he also had 150 last year. Also, he I played think, 14 games. But that wasn't with Sean Payton. It's true. The, yeah. year, the last year with Sean Payton, he was a leading receiver. Now, it wasn't great numbers from a leading receiver, 700 yards. But yeah. if he's doing that as your number three, and remember, Sean Payton on offense thinks he can get the most out of players. He yeah. thinks he can turn undrafted guys into productive guys. He thinks he can get mid-round guys to be uh, great players. Mm-hmm. So... He believes in himself there. I don't think Sean yeah. Payton, I think that's a reason why the receivers were being in trade talk so much is I don't think Sean Payton says I need the third highest paid receiver mm-hmm. room in the league. I don't need a first and a second round pick a wide receiver. I just can't get behind downgrading 
the off downgrading the passing game in particular. And that's after fair. last season. And, and, like, and, and that that's totally fair. And that's just such a massive hit to go from Cortland Sutton to Marquez Callaway. So you wouldn't do that. You would say no for a third um, and Cortland for Buddha. I still think I'd do it, but you need to find another receiver. And I'm not you're just a little bit late in that process. And I guess you there are. weren't too many on the market. And Broncos I mean, were in on a few. Exactly. And so that's why I I, I don't know how exactly you solve that problem. And I almost wonder if if the Cardinals would be just as happy with Caden Stearns with two years of control. Caden Stearns and... Instead of court. Just straight up? Uh, maybe you have Caden to throw Stearns in like a has, fifth. So a third, third fourth. a fifth, third, fourth, and Caden Stearns. Man, George Payton would be furious at that. He'd say... I only have one third and uh, a fifth yeah. and a sixth. I have three yeah. draft picks now. Yeah. That's I mean, a Sean Payton move, though. It would kind of make sense for it to be Stearns. I mean, that's you, they get their replacement. And he's a young player who kind of fits their timeline. And he's looked good when he's on the field. They probably get, I mean, they definitely get him at a discount because of the injuries. That could come back to bite them for taking an injured player. But yeah, I mean, receiver makes sense because they're trying to get rid of Hopkins, but so would Caden Stearns. What, a, what about Jerry Judy? For uh, Buda Baker straight up. Nah, I can't do it. That would probably be too much of a hit to yep. the offense. And as much as I think you do have to draw the line somewhere. And like I said, Jerry Judy's value, the Broncos value is a first round pick. The Cardinals aren't getting a first round pick. So I do think that the Broncos would be losing that deal if they did mm-hmm. that. So that's that's why I say no. You've mentioned Caden Stearns a couple of times. Caden Stearns. Good player. The yep. Broncos believe in him. He's been extremely efficient when he plays. Uh, and uh, they, I think, trust him enough. Yep. If you have the opportunity to go get Buda Baker, that's not like you're not shaming uh, and disrespecting mm-hmm. Caden Stearns, in my opinion. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Especially because there's plenty of room for him to be on the field also. Mm-hmm. Like, there's he'll, he'll still get plenty of playing time. Assuming he doesn't get passed by, like, P.J. Locke, but... Right. I don't think that's going to happen because um, as it stands now, safety's probably one of their bigger needs when you look at the draft. I mean, yeah, at the draft in particular, yeah, because I guess you could go get Kareem and that would bounce things out. And I bet that is what winds up happening is they get Kareem at the start of training camp or halfway through training camp to come back and he gets to take the offseason off. But I mean, you just you're, you're not going to get. You have to expect every player to miss two or three games. Right. And if Caden Stearns is missing two or three games and Justin Simmons is missing two or three games, well, then all of a sudden you're looking at four to six games where you have P.J. Locke as a starter. And could you get by? Like, yeah, you could probably get by. But that would be a a much weaker link. Like, I don't know. If if you want to win a lot of football games, you look at the Chiefs roster. How many holes do they have? Not a lot of holes. Right. Like, you just kind of have good players across the board. Like, who's their defensive end? Oh, it's Frank Clark. It's like, yep. is he a great player? No, but he's good. Right. And he's not, you know, Baron Browning, who you don't really know what you're going to get. And so you just have a question mark at safety about what you're getting from that position. There isn't much depth. I don't know. Buda Baker, all of a sudden, that just takes a starter and makes him a backup. Obviously, that gives you more depth. Yeah, it, yeah. it does give you depth. Or, you know, I if the Cardinals, if you can sell them, on Caden Stearns and he's part of the package yeah. that that would make a lot of sense as well. True. What about Justin Simmons for Buda Baker? Nope. No. No. Why not? Um first of all, like it's one of those things where if it's not broken, don't fix it. Like like would the would the Nuggets trade Jokic for Giannis? Would the Bucks trade Giannis for Jokic? Like you would think one of those two things has to happen, right? Because one would be better than the other. But everything's just built in a particular way. Like, I think both teams potentially could be downgrading by making that trade. Um, and I do think that Justin Simmons is the better player. I think that a lot a lot of what Buda Baker does really helps you in the running game, which yeah. is awesome. And he's a really good player. Yeah. And he's, yeah. he's good in pass coverage as well. But, I mean, we've talked about before. Strong safeties don't get the money free safeties make. Right, right. And it's CJGJ. Exactly. And Buda Baker... He plays both. He's versatile. He goes all over the place. Justin Simmons could do that, but there's no reason to take him out from that center field when he can take so much of the field away. And if you look at the turnovers, all that stuff, it I wouldn't consider it. Okay, that, yeah. that that's fair. Yeah. Um, but if they're wanting a player in return, that's one that the Broncos 
could potentially do. And also, when you look at Justin Simmons uh, and Buda Baker, you'd by far have the highest paid safety room in the NFL oh, yeah. with those two. Could also save $10 million if you were to trade Justin Simmons. Now, I don't want to go too far down this road because I do not think that the Broncos no. would be doing this. And one of the reasons you would be doing it is how well Justin Simmons and Buda Baker fit together. Yeah. Uh, but these are some of the players and names that could be potentially thrown out there in a deal like this. And also, the difference in uh, what you said about trading um, mm -hmm. Embiid for Jokic or something mm -hmm. is assume that the, the, that player's coach is also coming over to Denver. Like True. if it, if it's if it's broke don't if it's not broke don't fix it. With Vance Joseph, you yeah. know that he knows how to work with Buda Baker. Obviously, Vance has also worked with Justin Simmons. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine Vance has any bad things to say about Justin Simmons yeah. as a player, as a person. Uh, but he's had tons of success yeah. with Buda Baker, and the Broncos did go and get his guy Zach Allen in free agency. Mm -hmm. I have to imagine that Vance Joseph being here does make it just more realistic that they go out and truly get Buda Baker. I'm putting this at 25% that it happens. Wow. So I guess you got to start with, like, what's the percentage that they trade him? I'll say it's, like, 66. Okay. Say 2 to 1 that they trade him. Boy, okay. I guess I was thinking more, like, 90%. Okay. But, okay. So maybe I do have to lower my odds then. Okay. So then you go from there to, like... Ooh, would the Bro I think the Broncos would be the favorite. And the reason they wouldn't yeah. be is just because they've committed so much money and they don't have much for draft picks. It Buying more seems like it would be kind of unlikely. But there's also the fact that they keep going out and buying and buying and buying. <laughs> right. and there's no reason to think that they're just going to stop now. Like, why couldn't they fit one more guy in? Yeah. Um, so I think it'd be fair for them to be at least, like, top three in the odds. So if there's 66, I'll say there's... 13. 13% chance. 13%. 13. And that's going to be the highest from any team. You're giving them I think the, there's the probably best like, odds. There's probably like two or three other teams, two two other teams maybe at 13. That are right around there. Yeah, there's probably like some ties. And that's why it's worth talking about. It's because yeah. the Broncos could legitimately make this thing happen. And just on top of it, with Sean Payton in town, you talk about buying, exactly. and spending, and making powerful moves. That's something he's going to do. Yep. As he's clearly shown, he's not going to sit back and kind of let this thing play out for mm -hmm. a year or two and then take his stand. He's doing it right now. And yep. no better way than to get a four straight, uh, four time consecutive All Pro or, mm -hmm. or Pro Bowler who's also an All Pro as well. What if they don't get Buda Baker? Is Buda Baker 2.0? in the draft let's talk about him after Ooh. i tell you about our friends over at foco you guys know the deal with foco all this cool gear we've got on set in front of me behind us so much of it is from foco whether you want to get some neon signs whether you want to get some bobbleheads whether you want to get some swag that you wear uh hats i mean they, they have like uh very traditional clothes you know some buttons yep. and stuff but they also have like blanket ponchos and they've got it all. Whether you're looking for Nuggets, Rockies, Abs, Buffs, mm -hmm. Broncos, they've got it all. So check them out over at FOCO. Use that code DNVR at FOCO to get 10% off your order. So check them out. Click on FOCO to get the coolest apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. And also head on over to Shady Rays. Mm. Uh, we love Shady Rays here. We wear them a lot. Um, I actually forgot mine. I grabbed them when I was leaving, but then I set them on the counter and then had to like go grab something else. I can't remember what it was. And then like forgot them. And I thought about it the whole way over. I was like, oh, wouldn't this be nice? Because it's tough to explain. Because I wouldn't say like just driving when it's bright out hurts my eyes. Like that would be a stretch but just more pleasant when it's not so bright. It can right. dim things down. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like there is, a, there is a difference. One where like if it's sunny at this point, I just think like, hmm, this kind of sucks. <laughs> it's really nice to be able to turn that down. Um, and Shady Rays in particular is the best. I don't need to pitch people on sunglasses. I always forget that. Yeah, that's very true. People yeah. already know they like them. Yeah. Um, but Everyone Shady Rays has a pair or needs a pair. I know. Well, I, I didn't. And that's why <laughs> I've realized like, oh, you guys were doing it right. Uh, but yeah, so Shady Rays independent sunglasses company it's a world-class product they're just as good as any expensive pair that that we've worn or whoever else yep, has worn it's true. they've got durable frames they've got extremely clear optics especially if you're like an outdoorsy type of person um and they offer 
protection. So every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. So if you lose or if you break a pair, even on the first day, uh, they'll send you a brand new pair with no questions asked. Shady Rays, they're awesome. And if you use the code DMVR, you can get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Um, try them for yourself. The, the rate of five stars by over 250,000 people. And there's a link right there. There you go. Link right there. Before we talk about a safety in the draft mm-hmm. and if the Broncos should select him, I got to ask you, who says no if this trade is put up? Jerry Judy and Caden Stearns for DeAndre Hopkins and Buda Baker. Broncos. The Broncos say no. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is going to go for like a sixth, seventh. Wow. Like, that's why he's not gone. Like, he's a salary dump at this point. But you get your an upgrade from Jerry Judy there. Probably. Like, you're right. And, and I think yeah. value-wise, Jerry's the most, in terms of what a team could get uh, mm-hmm. draft pick-wise, Jerry is the most valuable. Caden Stern's yep. probably the least valuable of these. Yep. You don't think that DeAndre Hopkins and uh, Buda Baker could combine to be Jerry's value? I mean... I think DeAndre Hopkins is better than the league does, I guess. So so I think that if you could trade for DeAndre Hopkins, yeah, go do it. He's sick. At the same time, though, played nine games last year, 700 yards. Played 10 games the year before, 572 yards. Like, Jerry has outproduced him in That's back-to-back wild. seasons. That's kind of wild. So That's that is point. worth factoring in, and then you got the age, and then you got to pay more. And yep. 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 So I think it's the – like, I definitely don't think the Cardinals say no. Unless um, they might still be in this like three week phase, or like, no, we don't have to trade Buda Baker. Well, right, when right, push right. comes to shove, they would take that in a heartbeat. Wow. Yeah. Here, can we set that up as a poll? Uh, what would who, which <laughs> team would say no? Jerry Judy plus Caden Stearns for DeAndre Hopkins and Buda Baker. Mm-hmm. That's a that that that's a fun one. And I'm just surprised how quickly you shot it down. But yeah. if the Broncos aren't able to land Buda Baker. Is there the next Buda Baker in the draft right now, Henry? So today we are talking about Antonio Johnson, the safety from Texas A&M. Um, what do we have for size? I think 6'2", 198 was the combine size. Yep. 4'5", um, 2", um, in the 40-yard dash, eight bench press reps. You know, there's, there's plenty of reasons to be excited about him. Um, obviously going to Texas A&M, you've got to be a pretty highly ranked recruit to do that. He was He's a four-star recruit. Four-star, yep. And he was very effective at Texas A&M. Um, so you like the production. What you don't really love is that you don't know what position he plays. Mm, you know, they yeah. bounce him around like you could play him in the slot against some some big slot corners yep. or, or against slot receivers. Um, you could probably play him at, at strong safety, um, but he doesn't have like uh, he doesn't have great ball skills, which is kind of weird. He was a receiver in high school, yeah. Um, but doesn't get his hands on many balls. Um, he's not a very fluid athlete. Um, doesn't turn well, and so like you think of Chris Harris, all jittery in the slot. Antonio Johnson's not jittery. But right, if a right. tight end is flexed out there, yeah. he might be a good answer there. Yeah. And so if 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 you see him as a, a tight end cover guy and believe in like the length that could make him worth starting as a as a full time safety, then you could justify the pick. Yeah, 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 exactly. And when when I look at Antonio Johnson, Henry, who I see is Kwan Williams, just mm. all, all over because Antonio Johnson, while listed as a safety and kind of profiles as a safety, mm-hmm. uh, he played a lot of slot corner yep. at Texas A&M, specifically early on, and and he was good. And where he excels, really, it's funny being a safety. You think a safety is the last line of defense, so mm-hmm. always you know very far from the line of scrimmage. He actually excels close to the line of scrimmage, yep. and that's where he really does his best work because he's good in the running game. He's yep. fine in the pass game, especially if it's closer to the line of scrimmage. So if you're dealing with a, a tight end that doesn't have much vertical speed, mm-hmm. he, he's good there in the slot. Guys that aren't just going to burn past him, he's good there, good uh, in the run game as well. And why I say he really reminds me of Kwan Williams, Kwan Williams is just a playmaker. He is mm-hmm. just all over the field, always around the ball. And that's what Antonio Johnson is not 
in the air though like it's not like he's getting tons of interceptions yep. no he he's uh getting forced fumbles he's getting sacks he's getting tackles for a loss uh and because of that he was like an all sec player yep. because of just his playmaking ability around the line of scrimmage behind the line of scrimmage and that's what kwan williams is despite mm-hmm. being like a slot corner you don't think of those guys as mm-hmm. being great in terms of run run game getting uh after guys around the line of scrimmage and that's what antonio johnson is good at so it would be you'd be drafting kind of a specific niche player yep. and you kind of already have k1 this year so if you viewed k1 is is so valuable then maybe you use a pick to find his replacement but to me if you just view him more as, as a k1 instead of you know your full-time safety yep. and just don't really think he profiles as, as a great full-time every down safety because mm-hmm. he does have some issues in coverage specifically downfield yep and you know, in college football, the the slot job is just so much different. Yeah. Like so many teams are playing. They call it like the four two five, but then they have the star or whatever they want to call the slot guy who's like hybrid linebacker, safety, corner, and then just does everything. I mean, a lot like Kwan Williams in some ways, and that's what Antonio Johnson does. But it also feels like a lot of those guys don't translate well to the NFL, um, because again, like. He does a really good job making plays in the backfield. He'll take on blockers and get to the running back, that sort of stuff. He's also a little under 200 pounds. So is he actually going to be able to do that in the NFL? Right. I don't know. Now, you also have the the length that you like, and he likes to hit. And again, very, very productive player. I don't... There's there's bust potential there. There's There's potential for him just to not really fit... A job in the NFL yeah. um you know because if he was there, there's just so many of those guys like Isaiah Simmons was the same thing it's like he's found a role like he's he's an NFL player but you would think with his traits there would be a better job for him than there is in the NFL that position just doesn't exist yeah yeah and and I agree with you uh and K1 I he's a great player mm-hmm. and I think he he was a fantastic pickup for the Broncos He's making like $2 million. Yep. So the equivalent of $2 million in draft picks is not a third round pick. That yep. That's like a sixth, seventh round pick. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that safety could make sense uh, drafting in the third round with the right guy. Mm-hmm. Just don't know if he is the right guy. Although he profiles to be a good compliment to Justin Simmons. Mm-hmm. I just think he's way too much of a, he has to be close to the line of scrimmage exactly. to, to, to be uh, how good he really is. So I don't think it would be the most sense especially with the third round pick yeah like when you sub packages there would be situations at the same time so you go nickel though do you want him covering their slot receiver you know and you go around like the afc west for example i guess juju's gone from kansas city so we don't really know who their slot receiver is this guy more now is he an outside guy maybe like that could be sky Moore. again do you like that matchup if you do, it's only because you really think Sky Moore is bad, which is fair. But if Sky Moore is even decent, you don't like that matchup at all. Yeah, if you think he can get around him, then exactly it's probably tough. Like then you have Hunter Renfro. Yep. Nope, that's yep. not going to work. Yep. And then you have uh, Keenan Allen. So again, yeah. like it's so. Then you look to like okay, the dime packages. It's like yep, yeah, dime linebacker. He's got it because he's on a tight end. He's on right. a running back. Whatever. Right. right. Is that worth a third round pick? Probably not. Right. Unless right. you think he really can be productive in another way. And and also on top of this, the Broncos do have Caden Stearns. And, and unless yep. you're bringing in an all pro pro bowl safety, yep. then maybe it is time to let Caden have that, have mm-hmm. that shine. And Caden kind of profiles. I think he's a better cover guy uh, than Antonio Johnson, but he is more Definitely. of the, the bigger type of safety. So to me just doesn't fully make sense mm-hmm. unless you're upgrading the position drastically Caden Stearns, yep. you, you should get him his time. Uh, and, and I believe that that's what the Broncos want to do. Definitely. Um, Caden Stearns is just kind of upgrade Antonio Johnson. Now, like we said, if Caden Stearns was your third safety, that'd be awesome. Right. Because, again, this is the exact role that we were talking about for him. Is it worth drafting somebody to take that role? Uh, how much of an upgrade is he over P.J. Locke? Yeah. K1 Williams still probably have him in the depth chart anyway, so you're not getting the nickel snaps. It probably isn't a good fit, again, unless they really think he is Buda Baker and can play down right. Hill that well. And if anyone knows if he can be Buda Baker or close to him, 
probably Vance Joseph. So probably a good yeah. guy on your on your probably. staff to have scout through that. We're going to be following, of course, the draft stuff 10 days away. Broncos don't have a pick until 11 days from now, mm-hmm. Henry and I. And he's yawning because he had to get up an hour earlier today because yep. we had our draft meeting. We're prepping uh-huh. that, so stay tuned to everything <laughs> that we've got coming. We've got a really fun, awesome plan specifically on the podcast, specifically mm-hmm. on the live feed, so stay tuned. And when you're staying tuned with us, hit us with a like. It really helps us out here, especially right now. We're kind of in the dry period. Mm-hmm. We need all the help we can get. So if you wouldn't hit us, if you wouldn't mind hitting us with a thumbs up, as Miles the mascot is saying on our screen, it really helps us. And five star review on podcast, subscribe as mm-hmm. well, really helps us. Thank you all so much. Also, got to give a shout out to DraftKings. Yes. I told you about bonus bets. They're going to give you $150 in wow. bonus bets if you use the promo code DNVR and place a $5 money line bet on any NBA team to win their next game in the NBA playoffs. They're going to hit you with $150. The bets show up there right away. You can use them right away. And what a better way to start your account off than with $150 in bonus bets, which then you can use to build up your account. So check them out over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up in order to get this offer. And, of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050. Or visit gamblinghelplinema.org in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text hope new york 467369 in kansas call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of boot hill casino and resort 21 21 or older in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources i should make you or ryan do that one next time wow yeah 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 that's probably that, fair that, that's a tough one yeah um but what's not tough is handing out our DraftKings Sportsbook pick mm-hmm. of the week this week. Henry, I was talking about bonus bets. Yep. DraftKings gave me a bonus bet this weekend. And, you know, bonus bet, it's like you're kind of giving a freebie. Exactly. Like, well, do I want to turn $10 into $9? No. Nah, might as well nah. take a little gamble. Yep. The Nuggets dominated. They did. The Timberwolves dominated. And... All my all my concerns are gone. Completely oh, yeah. gone after oh, yeah. last night. The other team that dominated this weekend was the Boston Celtics. Um, really mm-hmm. the only two teams that really dominated their games. Um, Celtics also heavy favorite to win the East. Nuggets now getting closer to being a favorite to win the West. Yep. So I'm taking those two teams. Kay. I also, of course, like the Avs to win the West. So I'm taking the Avs to win the West. And then might as well kind of buy into a fun storyline. The two Denver teams... And the two Ooh. Boston teams. Yes, and, I'm in on and, it. And the, the Boston Bruins might be the best team of they all are. of these teams. Yeah. Uh, that had just had the best regular season of all time, right? Yep. So you take them to win the East. The two Boston teams to win yep. the East. The two Denver teams to win the West. None of them are far odds. The Nuggets are the furthest odds, and they're the number one seed in the West. You put those together, Henry, you get like plus 11,000. So that's going to turn a $10 bet or a $10 bonus bet yep. into over a thousand dollars so you don't have to do anything crazy yep. like crazy money with this but those odds are just insane and it's kind of a fun storyline to pull for i took that on february 24th oh my goodness what'd you get plus sixteen thousand. Oh, i kind of thought after eleven thousand be a little bigger but they've they've all been good for so yeah, long yeah i i had a good betting weekend this is the best time of year to be betting because now you've got the NHL playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs. You're not supposed to say NHL playoffs. Uh, oh, Stanley yeah. Cup playoffs going <laughs> as well as the basketball. Yep. It's insane. And I had like a good weekend, but it was almost just an insane weekend. Oof. But What'd you miss out on? So, for example, I had one parlay that was 9-1. to one. Mm. Clippers won. I took them when they were down. Nice. The comeback, yep. all that. And I had that parlayed with the Nuggets money line and Jokic to have... 45 points, rebounds, and assists. Did he just get that? He didn't get it. Oh, he so didn't, it didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think he was, Dang. he needed like 18 more at halftime. So he got like 65% in the first half. Yep. Played like seven minutes in the second yeah. half. Yeah. Same thing with the other. The, the other one was 16 to one. I had the Heat, Jimmy Butler to score 25, five assists from Jimmy Butler, Nuggets win, then 23 points from Joker. 
He had uh, 13 at halftime. Uh, 16. So it was almost just incredible. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, turned out to just be a good day. So what's your DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week to make it a great day um, or week? Just take the Avs minus 195. Yeah. Like it's kind of lame. You could take the minus 120, 60 minute line. I just, at this point, I just want winners. Right. I don't care about i don't want them to win in overtime and i'm sitting there like right. oh, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, I which lost, was a thing last night yeah Where i was saying that i was like ah oh, Jokic right. isn't gonna get yep. this yep. and it's like yep. early yep. in the third quarter it's like well i get i'm gonna give myself 45 seconds to grieve and then it's back to fun <laughs> yeah I, I mean i took the over with the nuggets last uh, night yep. and uh just the timberwolves were <laughs> absolute garbage they scored 80 points that's insane that's the uh Oh, shoot. That's like the fewest points they've scored in like six seasons or something. I believe it. Nobody scores 80 points <laughs> in the NBA. It's so true. So check them out over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code <laughs> DNVR. All right, Henry. We've got some comments to get to over on the website. And we also do have super chats. Let's hit the super chats really quick. We got one from Moon Says, if you had to make a blockbuster player to player trade, what position are you looking at? And who is the Whoa. dream get? Best to you guys from South Carolina Bronco. Ooh. Well, thank you for the super yeah. chat. We love hearing from you. Um, player, player trade. So you're kind of just looking for a change more than anything. So like, for example, this wouldn't be mine, but like you could trade Greg Dulcich for a more established tight end without the upside. You know, it'd have to be kind of something like right, that. Right, right, right. Maybe. Obvi obviously the position you think of is quarterback, but yeah. I right can't now, pitch anything. Not, yeah. yeah, you're not getting anything. <laughs> it's like Cortland Sutton. You trade him for speed. Oh, I mean, th this is probably the one that the Broncos want the most. It's just yeah. a little shakeup in the receiver yeah. room. And obviously, ideally, you want to keep Jerry. Yep. Man, Cortland for who? I don't know. I wonder. I'm just going to pull up. Probably the... someone with the day three value in terms of the picks. Yeah. Um, That's a good one um okay just looking at the yards from last year oh this website's so freaking slow looking around web yep yep there we go um are you on pro football reference no i'm on oh. nfl.com i made a mistake <laughs> so right in front of sutton was gabe davis you're not getting him right behind him was zay jones i'm not tempted uh right behind him is cooper cup I don't think that would work. <laughs> right. Jacoby no. Myers is right behind him. No. George Pickens, you're not getting him. No. Alan Lazard tried that. Behind him is Josh Palmer, attainable. But now we've gone like six guys worse. And right. There's no point in making that trade. What about like Edge? Ooh. Would you trade Baron Browning or Randy Gregory? Man, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't, know. Know. I don't know. Like, do you. Uh... <sighs> like, Baron one. Browning. If I don't think you could get like a Yannick Ngakwe type player. Obviously, he's a free agent. Right. So. Right. Honestly, I mean, in terms of big names, the one that would that that would be the most sense is the one we've already talked about today. Buddha yeah, for Justin. Yeah, yeah. Like in terms of like uh, they're both elite players. Um, and I guess you can make an argument for both sides. Except Stephen Scholey totally disagrees. He says Simmons is better overall. Pro Bowls are a farce yep. anymore. No way you do Simmons for Baker. I agree with one of those points. Pro Bowls are a farce. Well, especially at safety. Yeah. Because you get two strong safeties, right, one right. free safety. But all pros aren't a farce. They are not. Justin Simmons has two all pros. Yep. Both second team all pros, I believe. Mm. Uh, Buddha, two first team all pros. So um, I agree with you about Pro Bowls, but I, I think that what the, the first team and or the all pros tell you is they're both elite players. Yeah. Um, now... Uh, I wouldn't I, do it. I just don't think it's... Do you think it's no way you do that? Because I do disagree with the wording that he had. <laughs> I, I definitely think there's a way. I'm not saying that you should do it. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's that strong. Like, no way you do that. The trade. only justification is the age. I was going to say, you do That's, get someone two or three years younger. Exactly. That would that'd be the one way you could kind of justify it. I think if you were to build an NFL team, you'd say, yeah, I want Buda Baker. He's younger. If you were to say, which one of you guys do you want for one year? It's Justin. Well, are you building a team for one year right now with the Broncos? I think you're building it more so for the future. Yeah, but I mean, then you also have to factor in $20 million a year starting a couple years, mm -hmm. which yeah. is only a little more than Justin will probably be making at that point. Yeah, exactly. I mean, with Justin's cap hit this year, I think is like 
17 mil. Yep. Um, you save $10 million if you were to trade him right now, $7 million in cap it. Again, I don't think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the reason for bringing yeah. Buddha in is to just have not just a great second or safety duo, but the best secondary in the NFL right yep. away. That would be like the craziest non-quarterback trade and I don't even know how long. But a long it, time. I mean, when we go through these positions, isn't it kind of the one that like you're like, oh, okay, this I'm, makes more sense than like a... Uh, Russ for Lamar or something yeah. like that. It's like Josie Jewell for a, right. a cover linebacker. Right. Yeah, exactly. But like who? Yeah, I don't Because those are more valuable, so you're e- just downgrading. Exactly. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> yep. um, I guess Josie Jewell for, like, Devin Bush. Uh, I mean, they could have signed Devin Bush, right. cut Josie, exactly. and come out with more yep. money. Yep, yep. Um, all right, let's head over to the website. The count says... The Joker is as unique to hoops as Johnny John John was wow. to pigskin. Yeah. Both are slash were transcendent players that had no equals or comparisons in terms of play style. Love the count. Yeah. No, he's incredible. It, he's he's uh, the, the incredible thing about the Nuggets game last night. Uh, jo- uh, the Joker was yes. very good. I was thrown off by by uh, him calling him the Joker. The Joker was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but... They could have easily won without him too. Oh yeah. Like I mean, that's just how dominant oh, yeah. the, the team was. Is it wasn't one player dragging them. Yeah. It was, I mean, you watch like the first ninety seconds or two minutes of the game, and you're just like, oh. Yep. Yep. Nuggets are way better. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> Eight points was the spread. Yeah. I mean, crazy. Come on. Come on. Um, next one and last one from Nash Broncos is maybe a random question, but it's a good off season topic. Who are the leaders on this team? Hmm. Justin Simmons. Um. Is the leader on defense. On defense, yep. Russell Wilson on offense. Has to be. By default. Yep. It has to be. Yep. Um, After that, it's open-ended. I think DJ Jones has some some clout with... So maybe it's just because that room is so young. Yeah. But they all seem to kind of follow him. Honestly, the front seven. Uh, outside, yeah. of, outside of Josie and Alex. I mean, the rest of that room it, group is very young. Mm-hmm. Um, very inexperienced. So, yeah, could, could be that. Zach Allen, I've heard, is also a, a very good leader. Yeah. Um, on the offensive side, you hope that Mike McGlinchey is. Yeah, you're not paying him $18 million yeah. a year to, to not be a leader. Um, otherwise, it's really up for grabs. It is. You know, Cortland uh, is, yep. is, is, is a leader. Um, in he ways. could be unseated. Yeah, exactly. Like Jerry exactly. could take that over. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. why no one's on defense is really going to take over Justin Simmons just because no. I don't think Pat Sertan is is that. He's twenty two. Ty- yeah, is that type of vocal yeah. leader either? He doesn't. That's not his his style. So that's fine. Uh, and on offense, no one's going to take over Russ unless Russ is benched. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Let's not go down that path. Yeah, let's not go down that path. But we are going to go down some fun paths the rest yes. of this week, including, barring any breaking news, mm-hmm. tomorrow, trade up, trade down. What's more realistic to happen for the Broncos over these next couple of weeks with the draft coming around? We are going to talk about that tomorrow. Thank you all so much for rolling with us on the DMVR Broncos podcast. Hit us with a thumbs up on your way out. Henry, have a great Monday. You guys as well. We'll talk to you tomorrow.